You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. I know I am forgiven and healed, is the title of this devotion. It's amazing how when you know something, it can affect everything you feel and everything you think and everything that happens that is contradictory. You know something, like for example, when I was 14 years of age, I'm so grateful. I was raised in a home where it was normal that when we felt ill, Papa or Mama would pray for us or we would just stand in faith. No, Jesus paid for my forgiveness and my healing. No, I know I'm forgiven. I know I'm healed. If we had done things wrong, my father would say, son, let it go and it will let you go. Jesus paid for it. Turn away from it, in other words and it will not have a grip on you because Jesus paid for your freedom. It, it, it was our daily bread in our home. We don't, didn't live in a house of condemnation. My father and mother never used manipulation or guilt or unkind threats to make us change. God forbid, that was never the diet I was raised on. And, and I'll never forget, I was 14 and then while my dad and mom were in Amsterdam ministering in the church my father had there. I was at home that evening and an illness hit my stomach just suddenly. And it was ferocious, the pain, and emptied me out. And, and by the time my dad came home and my mom that night, they, they found me in torment of pain. And immediately my father took out the oil, anointed my head with oil and prayed over me. And this knowing just was in me from having been raised that by his stripes I'm healed, but this knowing of what I was raised in, that's why it's so important we raise our children in the Word of God and read it to them and read it to them and that we pray it over dinner and breakfast and lunch and, and that we just always keep the Word alive at home because then when a demand is placed on it, it's there to go to the battle and to, go to, and to obtain the victory. Because the moment my dad prayed, I knew, I knew. By faith, I understood. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, verse 3, by faith, we understand that the things that are visible were not made by things that can be seen, but by the Word of God. Faith has a knowing to it that, that triumphs over all that opposes it and has authority over it all because God's Word is the very seedbed of faith. It is what causes you to have that kind of faith, the faith that triumphs over all the opposing forces. So I knew I was healed and I just held and I battled away for two weeks. And I remember at one weary moment, and I really was in a physical bad place, I said to mom, who was taking care of me 24-7 months, I know I'm healed. Why am I in so much pain, Mom? And she says, I know you're healed. And you see, there was no other thought except the Word of God as the only light in that moment in my life. And I fell asleep. And I woke up the next morning. And the battle was won. 
I said to my mom, I said, wow, ma, wow, ma, <laughs> the ballast one, it's over, I'm through, bring me food. She said, oh, you haven't ate for two weeks. I said, mom, no, it's all good. It's all gone, bring me food. And she brought me food and I began to eat and all was perfect. And I learned a mighty lesson of faith, that faith, faith endures long, faith in God, faith who forgives all, who heals all. When you have that knowing of faith, you have that assurance of faith, you are fully persuaded through the Word of God and you're fully convinced by faith and you know by faith, know it in your heart. It's real, it's alive, it's powerful, it's active. You have strength. You see, the Bible says, day in, in, in Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, that I've read to you again and again, they, people, the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. You know God is for me. You know what I mentioned yesterday, God is for me. Know His love. I know He forgives. I know He heals. I know it. I know it. And you have this faith that takes a hold of God and won't let go until you see it come through into the natural. And David was a man who, who triumphed in everything to see the Lord's name hallowed in his life. And he says in Psalm 103 verse 1, he says, bless the Lord, oh, oh, my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities and who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles and so forth. Incredible, powerful song. He says, forget not, forget not, forget not. You see, all of us have the temptation, friends, to forget that is a temptation that can be very real. And Peter in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 12, he says, for this reason, I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established in these truths, in the present truth. Yes, I think it right, it is right as long as I am in this tent, this body, to stir you up by reminding you. I know you know this, but I am going ahead and saying it again to you, to remind you, to stir you up by reminding you. Friends, you have to sometimes stir yourself up by saying, Father, I will bless you. Oh, my soul, my living being, I will bless you because I will never ever forget that you have forgiven and you forgive all my iniquities and heal all my diseases. And don't ever take this out of context. You know, oh, well, he forgives. Oh, I can keep on sinning. No, why would anybody, Romans chapter 6, verse 1, want to keep on sinning when he doesn't have to now that Jesus Christ has set him free from sin? 
And then it says in 1 John, the soul that keeps sinning shows he doesn't really know Jesus Christ and is of the devil, for the devil's kept sinning from the beginning. We're not of the devil, we're of God. We don't want to keep on sinning because now the seed of Christ's sinless life in us will not let us sin. No, as he cannot sin, neither will we because we love God. Oh, friends, how good it is to know, know, know within you, you are forgiven. And like Paul, like Peter, Paul said the exact same thing in chapter 3, verse 1 of Philippians. He says, finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. Now, for me to write the same things to you is not tedious, it's not a burden, but for you, it is safe. See, Peter understood how important it was to remind the people. Paul understood how important it was to remind the people. Paul even wrote Timothy in his last letter, or one of his last letters, either first or second Timothy. He says, Timothy, I know the faith in you is the same faith I've seen in your mother and your grandmother. Eunice and Louise, I think, are that name. He says, now, stir up, stir up. So he's reminding him, friends, listen, spiritual forgetting is like getting hungry. Spiritual remembering is like eating. All of us have the natural tendency to get hungry. All of us can get rid of that hunger by eating. All of us have the natural tendency to get thirsty. All of us can get rid of it by drinking. All of us have the natural tendency to forget. And you no longer live in that conscious knowledge who forgives all, who heals all. You don't live in the conscious knowledge of it. And, you, and Peter, in his second letter, in the first chapter, really gives us some phenomenal, powerful instructions, seven points that he says, now add to your faith virtue and to your virtue endurance and, and perseverance and on and on and on, so that you may not forget that you were forgiven. In other words, keep exercising your faith in connecting with the life that comes from Jesus Christ's throne of grace. Keep on enduring in that heavenly life so you're constantly reminded through the manifestation of that life in you, I am forgiven, I am healed. I tell you the truth, I live in healing. I do, I have to. I have to live in healing. Why? Because I have natural issues with my neck, natural issues with my back. I, I can have pains that are unbearable in different parts of my body because of nerve effect, the effects on my nerves, but I don't have any pain. Have you had them? Oh, enormously. But I kept believing and kept believing and through faith, through faith in the Word of God, that healing power manifested and conquered and overcame and upholds me in healing and health while I'm in this weak body. And I know like I live by the power of God unto salvation, 1 Peter chapter 1, I live by God unto health. I live by the power of God unto health. Truly, I believe He forgives all, He heals all, and I live in it every day. Have I had my battles? Ferociously. Have I had my battles against the devil's accusations? Yes. Have I had my battles against whatever weaknesses? Yes, like any other human being. But He who overcame 
always gives us the victory. He not only forgives all, but He heals all. The forgiveness is not just condoning what's wrong, but it's taking away what's wrong and giving us the power to live right. Oh, and the same is true. Jesus Christ keeps you saved and keeps you whole. Now believe this. I know, I know I am forgiven and healed. I know it. Yeah, but I have this pain. I know it. Oh, I would lay my hands on my neck. I say, Lord, I know I'm healed by your stripes. I know I'm healed. And I thank you for all these pains to disappear. No more, no more, no more. Thank you, Lord. I believe it. I'm healed. I believe it. I'm healed. And I had to fight against this for two years. I have no pain in my arms. I have no pain. It's gone. When did it go? I couldn't tell you. It was by everything. Evan Roberts, the great revivalist of Wales in 19, oh, what is it, 1912, 1913, he was working in the coal mines. And while evangelizing to the workers in the coal mine, he took a piece of coal and he hit it with his hammer and hit it and hit it. And eventually it would just splinter. And he asked the coal miners, now which blow caused it to splinter? And all of them looked at him like, well, we don't know. He says, every blow. And every confession and every act of faith that you say, thank you, Lord, I am forgiven. Thank you, Lord, I am healed, is giving a blow on that illness or that attack of, of failure and is causing it to be subdued, subdued until it is completely brought under the submission of the life-giving, healing, giving, saving, forgiving, healing power of Jesus Christ. And in Him, you become more than a conqueror over all these things. And yes, while the trial might be enormous, the victory is greater. Now, last but not least, remember in Mark chapter 5, we read about the woman with the blood issue who Jesus healed as she took a hold of the hem of his garment. And she had suffered and fought against that for 12 years. How did she fight against it? By faith in God and by doing the best she could with the doctors. She had spent all her money at the doctors to, to, to live healthy. I believe it's godly to do your part in living healthy. Truly, totally. Doctors is not an issue with God. No, the opposite. God helps doctors do their job and be able to administer healing in whatever way is possible. But here she got her healing by just taking hold of that virtue. <laughs> that flowed from Jesus. And Jesus said to her, your faith in verse 34 of Mark 5, your trust and confidence in me springing from your faith in God has restored you to health. God, go in to peace and be continually healed and freed from your distressing bodily illness. Again, listen to it. Your faith, your trust and confidence in me springing from your faith in God has restored you to health. Go in into peace and be continually healed and freed from your distressing bodily disease. Be continually healed. So here this woman had been fighting this for 12 years with all her faith in God and all she could to better herself with doctors even though it had gotten worse and worse, 
when she took a hold of Jesus, the harvest of that faith sprung into existence through Jesus Christ. And instantly, she was freed. So Jesus brought in the harvest for her. And you are due to a harvest. You've been believing, you've been standing in faith, you've been pressing on in God to see all He has spoken to you come to pass. And here is the harvest of seeing it happen. And I believe this is the day you're going to see it in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a good day.